White Stripes? No. Not White Stripes. Yeah, White Stripes, right? I think it's White Stripes. Um, I was listening to a little Leonard Skinner coming in today. Nice. When Carmen the Good Free could Bird. go to break. No. No. Um, I wasn't listening to Free Bird. What was I listening to? Simple Man. Simple Man Solid. Um, Sweet Home Alabama. No. Uh, two, Ooh, two, you said that's, what, Tuesday's two, gone. Too mainstream for you a little? You like no, to, it's but, not mainstream. You like the but deeper cuts. No, I just like, if, if I'm going to listen to it, I like to listen. I would listen to a little Tuesday's Gone. I listen to a little Simple Man. Oh, what um, was it? No, I was going to say, what's not, um, it wasn't Leonard Skinner, but there was uh, the one song that you and John Mangum would always listen to on the, the way down. Well, that was Alabama. Camp. Alabama, that's yeah, right. Alabama, I was like, that's why they were... We just listened to the whole, the whole cassette. Yes. Like, yes. we would drive together to Platteville. It was like a four-hour drive. Mm-hmm. And we would wear out that Al- greatest hits, Alabama's greatest hits. It was his tape. Yeah. Obviously, because he went to the University of Alabama, but... <laughs> Because you couldn't own it, because no Alabama, you could only buy Alabama. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, like it was his favorite. Yeah, it was yeah. his no. favorite, and I would like Sylvie. I was driving him. You, were, John yeah, Mangum was, was Mangum was Sylvie before Sylvie. Yes, <laughs> to training camp. But you were driving his car. No, I was oh, driving he just, my car. He, but he brought the cassette. Yes, got it. All right. Yes, he picked the jams. I like that. Yes. All right. If cool. you want to call the. Alabama's greatest hits jams. I, I so. do. Yeah, nothing I wrong do. with that. Hey, yeah. man. Every once in a while, country held the spot. I got no problem with it. Yeah, every now and then. Good for you. All right. So uh, you get all worked up. We were trying right, to listen. Have... No, 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 no. Okay. Here, let me. Let the me. Bear let me... season is over, and pre- Waddle's yes. got receipts that's for all not, your asses no, no, out because, there. Because listen, because that's not how I roll. You know, that's no, not I how I roll. What I was as as the season comes to an end and we've spent the entire week and thank you for sitting in for Sylvie. My pleasure. We've had some great football conversation. Don't you agree? Jake's his first spin with us this week. But Tyler obviously it's been has been football with us. Week. It's been a pigskin festival, is what it's been. And a festival of pig. It has. And like listen, when they announced that Justin Fields wasn't gonna play, we took the approaches like we're gonna put the twenty twenty two season to bed. We yes. Gave out a couple of grades. We Talked about a, a couple of things. So we were just encapsulating what has transpired. And one of the things Sylvia and I have talked about all season long, and you guys are here for that, so we all talk about it, has been, especially with the quarterback, has been everybody's been so dug in. Mm-hmm. So dug in to your approach and your, your, your perspectives and your opinions. Don't you remember, like, we were struggling with the concept that Justin, God forbid was capable of overthrowing a tight end that was wide open running into the end zone against the Washington Commanders. Yes. And everyone is making making excuses for him. Mm-hmm. Like and it just it was it was baffling to me and maybe I shouldn't have been baffled because of the the time we live in and in the, the era of social media and all the things that go along, you know, everybody's an expert at everything. God forbid that you be critical here or have an opinion. We heard it again this week. Like in certain areas, and, and I always say to Sylvia, you know, yeah. it's the loud minority, so don't be affected or bothered by it. And we can all be affected or bothered by it at, at, at times. Like when you and I had the, I think it's a great question. Not do you and I believe that Justin Fields is the future quarterback for this franchise going forward. Do they believe up at Hallis Hall? Yes. It doesn't matter what you and I think, although we will give you our opinion. But the question that the and Bears with potentially the number one pick of the draft or the second pick of the draft, in a quarterback-rich draft, does the general manager of the Chicago Bears, who didn't draft the existing quarterback, is he 100% sold, or is it possible that he may pivot 
and head in a different direction and be able to do so because of the resources he has at his disposal. I think, and you were the first to bring this question up because you brought the Brad Biggs um, article to my attention and I hadn't seen it. It is a completely legitimate question. And people immediately get butthurt. I heard last night, and I know the guy was, I think he was half joking. Maybe he wasn't. I heard Chris doing his show last night. And some guy called in and was like, if I hear one more person even ask the question or even mention the, a potential trade of Justin Fields, I'm going to punch that guy in the throat. <laughs> like, I mean, first <laughs> of all, tap the brakes, champ. You know, you're not going to go around punching anyone in the throat. And I know, again, you, you, I, I, the, the, my assumption is, is he was probably joking. But the concept, the question is a legitimate question. Whether or not you think that that's what the general manager of the Bears should do is a different conversation. But it's a legitimate question for the reasons you and I have talked about all year long. And again, if you missed it, there's there's been some breadcrumbs dropped, right? Correct. We've played for you. Courtney mentioned it. If you've listened all year long, while I think Matt Eberflus, Luke Getze, Ryan Poles have been, they've been happy with a lot of the growth and maturity that Justin Fields has shown throughout the season, let's not be naive here. It's great that he almost broke the NFL rushing record in a single season for a quarterback. Yes. But by the way, he's a quarterback. Yes. So as fun as it is to watch him rip off 60-plus yard games, Very all fun. the reasons that have been laid out time and time again, yeah. and oh, you see what's happening in Baltimore with Lamar Jackson too, by the way, right? He's now missed five straight games. After be, he's going to be ruled, he was ruled out today for the Ravens. The record that Fields had in his sights was set by Lamar Jackson. Yeah, all the reasons that Justin Fields is fun to watch are also some of the reasons we're asking the questions. Hey, can you win with a player like that? That you can't continue to do what he's doing and expect to be a perennial playoff contender year after year. We laid out yesterday. They are on the verge of having a historically bad passing team. 129.9 yards per game through the air. And again, we also advertise that as not just quarterback issue. Yeah, we understand that. Totally. But again, so when Brad Biggs drops a line in his article, his 10 things on Monday, and he he throws in, hey, some believe quarterback Justin Fields is the long-awaited replacement for Sid Luckman. I don't know if they feel that way at Hallis Hall. I also read for you the quotes from Ryan Poles with, that he gave to WBBM on the pregame before the Lions game, where he talked about where Justin Fields needs to get better as a passer. We played for you yesterday, Luke Getze, talking about some of the improvements Justin Fields needs to make as a passer. And then it's just logical if you followed football for any period of time, when a team is in line to have either the first or second overall pick in a draft that has potentially two or three quarterbacks that people around the league are very excited about, you have to ask the logical question, the man who's in charge of making the pick, who, oh, by the way, didn't select that quarterback who's the guy we just talked about, is he having a conversation? Yes, about- and, and, and like I, it's such a, it's such a, a valid question. And, and the, the point I was getting at with it is, is, is that like if... if if you don't think that's a valid question, or, or, or I don't know what to to tell you, or if you're butt hurt by the insinuation that up at Hallis Hall they may be contemplating different things, I don't know what to. to I don't like. I don't know where to go with that stuff. It's like 
again, when, when Sylvia and I would have the conversations about Justin, be even critical of some of the things that he was doing. People would would rage against it. And it's like, guys, listen, we'll point out to you when everything is good and we'll acknowledge when things are bad. But I, I just so the moral of the story was is is that, again, this season I have from the very beginning, as we tuck 2022 away, I thought this was going to be a very difficult season for them from a from a record standpoint. And by that, I was like, I think they're a seven win team because I also subscribe to the John Yurkovich, you know, theory of the NFL, that there's a ton of mediocrity. Mm-hmm. But I realized what their plan was going to be. I realized that this was, this is just my own assessment, that this was going to be a total rebuild. And they, they didn't, I mean, they hit you over the head with it. They didn't actually leave you a clue here or there. They traded Khalil Mack. Yep. They waved goodbye to Akeem Hicks. They decided not to bring um, uh, uh, A-Rod Alan Robinson, Robinson yep. back. Like, they've done a lot of things leading into the season that led you to believe that they, they let James Daniel go as a free agent to, to Pittsburgh on the offensive line. Like, they did they, a lot of things that, 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 that forecasted that they were in a rebuild. And, you know, you look at it. And, and, then, you hit the, a, and then you hit the trade deadline, and they doubled down. Right, but I'm talking early beforehand. in the year. Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. so, like, I went down and... and I went down the rabbit hole that I try to stay out of all the time with people on Twitter about. Ah, just that's, so, so this my is friend, the, this that's was nonsense. The, but this you, was the if essence you're gonna go of my down point. rabbit hole. You better go down but that this, rabbit no, hole. Not, this is such a nonsensical Deep. trip down there. So like to Bring even, a to give you but like the opinion that hey guys you know I just think that this is kind of my job. Uh, I think this is going to be record wise not a great year for the Bears because it's a rebuild. And oh, by the way, how can you say that it's going to be? I said, well, I think that in your receiver room, if Allen Robinson isn't there, your receiver room isn't as good. And in your defensive meeting room, if Khalil Mack's not in your meeting room and Akeem Hicks isn't in your meeting room, your meeting room isn't nearly as talented. Well, I mean, you know, Robert Quinn had 18 and a half sacks and Khalil Mack was never available. Cleo Mack had seven sacks in eight games, but okay. Uh, is going to the Pro Bowl this year in the AFC for the, the Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah. You are mm-hmm. a lesser defense, and I get it. Those guys weren't healthy at the in, uh, for the, the entirety of the season. There was no guarantee that they weren't going to be available. I think Khalil Mack was available every game for the Chargers this year. Yeah. You are a lesser defense without Khalil Mack and Akeem Hicks and, and all. You are a less. I, I know that the end of the A. Rob time here in Chicago wasn't great. Your wide receiver room was better with Allen Robinson <sighs> in it. And when you remove these pieces to the puzzle from your puzzle, without it's a replacing lesser, them with anything, it's a lesser puzzle. And and I said at the time. They're making their team less talented, and I agree with the decisions because yep. we're in a rebuild. But to think that they're just going to fill the gaps and be as good or better just because you've changed the general manager and the head coach, I, I just think it, it's, it's an unreasonable. Well, it's anyway, still a player-driven league with so a my, personnel so, that dictates wins and losses. So, like, that was my point. And like I said, I went down the rabbit hole with a bunch of guys. I was like, how can you... How can you say that, you know, this, this defense is going to be better this year than it was last year? You, that wide receiver room with Byron Pringle and others uh, to come is going to be that. Like, hold on. I'm this, just this saying, like, like the, well, my point is, is, like, if you were expecting 2022 to be a banner year and you had someone out there saying, hey, I don't think it's going to be a banner year, 
like to get butthurt about my opinion not matching your opinion and you being more yeah. more enthusiastic and more optimistic about it than me. Okay, big deal. I always the greatest thing about sports and when we get to argue about sports is don't get mad about the opinion. The great thing about the opinion is more often than not especially when we're talking about current day teams or 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 events that can play out it will all play out on the field. You don't need to get upset about it. You may disagree with what we're saying, and we can have a conversation about it. But this is where we bust out the receipts. Okay, okay so th- this is where I got petty. And, and I admitted yeah. it on the air back in the beginning of June. I was like, I got, I got dragged down the rabbit hole just because I had a different opinion than other people. And I don't know why I was on Twitter arguing with guys. I don't think I've done it since then. But I came in the other day and said to you guys, now that we're going to wrap up the 2022 season, yes. where are all these guys that were ripping my ass for not being as, as, as optimistic? as they were where are all these people out there maybe that's asking for too much all the people out there telling me i was stupid for thinking that the roster was going to be better when you remove alan robinson and you remove khalil mack and you remove akeem hicks and you remove james daniels all moves that i thought were the right decision but your team isn't as talented when you take those guys off your roster and there were i won't say everyone there were several people that were kicking me in the nuts over it telling me that i was I, you know yeah. what it was? You know what it is? It's the the Bears media. The guys in the media that cover the Bears, they're too negative. And they, I'm not, I've given you my opinion. If you don't agree with it, God bless you. And I, honestly, I think you were absent for the Bears media meeting that we had before the Bears season started when we all went through our takes and decided collectively what we were going to talk about on said media stations across the see, city. Th- see, and I mentioned this to you guys upstairs, and you guys got me to I was going down the rabbit hole, and what you guys could have done is said, whoa, whoa, no, whoa, no, hit the stop no. sign. Don't go back down there. You really dug. Don't go you back really down there. Because I no. said to you, because I said to you guys, it was like, where are all these guys that were calling me an ass and all kicking me in the balls? And you know what? You know, where the, are you the, at? Show where, yourself, ball kickers. And Waddle I don't want. No, you, no, I don't. I don't want that. I don't want. That's why I said I got dragged down the rabbit hole a second time looking for yeah, that. I don't need that. You didn't get dragged down. Didn't you, need you, that. you went looking. You poked your head into the rabbit hole. And we, and we tied a string around your ankle and pushed you in and said, come on. Let's let's do t- this. I just got tired of everyone all dug and in so, and, and not willing to. Be open to a different perspective on, hey, what may happen over the next six months? All right. So we have collected said receipts. And Tyler now will share with us some of them. I don't have any receipts. No, you don't. Tyler has them. I've got them for you, yeah. All I'm right. your accountant here. All See, right, I didn't want to do this. You guys You're were right. like, oh, no, we're no, going to do this. this. And yes. I was like, no, I because just want to tuck the 2022 season away here's the and reason. move on. I just hope everybody out there going forward, and this is a, a hope that won't be yes. fulfilled <laughs> that as we not. go forward. Like, if I'm going to be critical of, I, you know what, hey, uh, Justin made him a say, no, he didn't. You're a hater. How could he have ever made it? No, the guy was wide it's, open. Like, yeah. And then the next moment, I'm saying, well, my God, that was a brilliant play by the quarterback. Well, you're not allowed to compliment him now because you're, you're a hater. Like, what has happened to us? Yeah, you're critical. No, no, this emotion was too good to pass up. We're not going to let it die in the meeting upstairs. All right, Tyler. So share with us some of these uh, folks who are butthurt. All right. So this was back on May 25th. You really went through the ringer on May 25th, Waddle. Did I? Uh, Remind me what I fact, did. because all of these tweets are from May 25th. In, 20, in, in 2022... This was probably the only time I allowed myself to go down the rabbit hole and get into a pissing contest with people, or at least... And I don't even get that argumentative. I just... 
I love a good I feel contest. like yeah. I feel like now May 25th you should go down the rabbit hole. So what, every single May 25th, just anniversary is, every single year. I like, this, by this, the way, this I'll, admit, a, to you, I'll a, admit to you, I'm, I'm going to be wrong more than I'm right. I'm the same guy that told you that, that Ryan Leaf is going to have is, a better NFL career than Peyton Manning. This is a great anti-resolution. This is things you shouldn't be doing in the new year that we're absolutely going to embark upon. Yeah. All right, so let's All go. All right, so Tyler, this is from Nestradamus. He tweets the show at Waddle and Sylvie at T Waddle eighty seven. Allen Robinson fifty seven point six percent catch rate in twenty twenty one. Byron Pringle seventy percent catch rate in twenty twenty one. But according to your narrative, the Bears oh, receiving narrative. room has taken a drastic hit with the departure of Robinson. Yeah, okay. Thumbs up emoji. Hashtag receipts. Receipt emoji. Oh, he's got receipts. He thinks he's got receipts. Um, to which Waddle replied, yes, my opinion is that your wide receiver room is better with A-Rob. Not a narrative, my opinion. You don't factor offense, route combos, or QB performance slash accuracy. You can get as butthurt as you like yeah. that you don't agree with me, but I'm going to continue uh, on my opinions based on experience. Cheers. By the way, hell, see, I'm trying to be a nice guy. Yeah, you cheers. Are. How yeah. is your room? I get it. Al Robinson got hurt. Yeah. So I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't progress, uh, procrastinate injury. How could that wide receiver room? Can can I get? How can that wide receiver room up at Hallis Hall be worse with Allen Robinson gone? Well, or got, wait, I'm sorry, worse with him there. Get out of here. They made the move. They've got Chase Claypool now. So, <laughs> moving on. To which Connor replied to this tweet. Oh, Connor McKnight getting in on the action. Yeah, it's, not Connor it's sad that even Tom Waddle is pushing this BS narrative. Oh, Shows you just narrative. how toxic the Chicago media is. There yes. They're the sole reason the fan base is so polarizing. Yes. Like that, that, this that is, is true. Th- that's the that one. Was, that's the, that is the, nar- the no. narrative. Let's use the word the narrative. That has chapped my rear end the most. And I think Sylvia oh, would agree with you. You here. said as much in the reply. Did I? Normally, I don't engage with foolishness slash nastiness. I'm not peddling anything other than my honest opinion based on experience. I don't pretend that I'm always right, but I will guarantee you that I won't flock to social media and try to diminish others' voices and opinions. I think that that was a very reasonable 55-year-old man response to that, wasn't it? I think that was more than reasonable. It sounded responsible to me. I do know. I do like that they near, they uh, nailed though the numero uno goal for the Bears media. The toxicity that we bring to yes, it. That's it's my to negativity. That's what I want to do. The Bears fan base. It's not me. It's not them that have put a crap product on the field all these years. It's me. It's my narrative. Mm-hmm. It's my opinion. Yeah. And, and by the way, mm-hmm. I get more ties to them than any of the fellas that I was conversing I, oh, with. Oh, you as mentioned well. that as well. Yeah. Hmm? Go ahead. Did I? Feel well, that's sure. on a different thread here. Okay. Are we ready for thread two? Let's go. Thread two? All right. This is on the defensive side. Nestor Damas, our friend, is back. Robert he called Quinn. the show a couple of times. He At did. least I give him credit because I kept telling everybody, listen, instead of let's hashing this out on Twitter, just call the uh, show and we'll have, a, we'll have a reasonable and respectful conversation. Robert Quinn had 18 and a half sacks without Khalil Mack on the field, all caps. Uh-huh. That's Yet somehow true. with the Mack trade, the Bears have gotten worse. Make it make sense at T. Waddle 87 at Waddle and Sylvie. Okay, would you all agree that the defense this year has been worse than it was last year? <laughs> yes, it was awful. Yes. <laughs> it is awful. I mean, and again, by the way, there, there was a, my narrative, so to speak, with Khalil Mack was is, is the previous regime was asking him to play too many high percentage percent of the snaps and you were you were diluting his production at times when he was nicked up with injuries and by the way Khalil I think had seven sacks in eight games before he got hurt and went on injured reserve yes 
So if you do the math, if that if that pattern would have yeah. continued, he would have ended with 14 or 15 sacks over the course of 17 games, right? Yeah. And now, there was no guarantee that that was going to transpire, but he's an AFC Pro Bowler this year, isn't he? He's still- I'm not telling you that he's T.J. Watt at this point of his career. Is your defense better with Khalil Mack? Of course. Than without him? Of course. Thank you, Jeff. We, and we understand the process of letting him go. Cap-wise, it didn't make sense for a team yes. that, who Ryan Poles recognized, by the way, was not going to be competitive. It was you the sent, right decision. You sent Khalil Mack on yes. his way for a second-round yes, pick. Yes, it was the right decision. And he's, um, you know what? Khalil Mack's happier in L.A. this year with the Chargers. He's going to the playoffs. Absolutely, where he's got a shot to, to compete for the Lombardi Trophy. It made sense all the way around. The only, only, only part of it that doesn't make sense is thinking that this Bears team was going to be a better team defensively without Khalil Mack than they were last year. Make that make sense. That your team defensively will be better with Khalil Mack coming off the edge versus Travis Gibson. Well, Robert Quinn had one sack in seven games for the Bears before he was traded. And you knew Robert Quinn. I was the biggest. You and I thought about Robert Quinn. Because Robert Quinn coming from Dallas had the best win percentage as a pass rusher in the previous season. And I kept saying to you, he's a good player. It goes up and down at times, but he's a good player. And you and I argued about this. And and I said to you, year one as a Bear, you were right. And he had one sack. And then I came around the next year and said the second year, you know what? Robert Quinn a lot better this year. He was clearly hurt the first year. That's right. Can we move on from this now? It makes me uncomfortable. Do we have any more receipts? Uh, It's all kind of the the same premise. Yeah. So the moral of my story here is is if I can be the adult in the room, Mm -hmm. opinions are just that. As long as they're respectful and they're well thought out, they're all they're all welcome. What's the old saying? They're like they're like like rectums. Ah, yeah, yeah. I like like how you clean it up. Clean it up, but you know what I'm saying. I do. Have you not felt which is fine? Have you you not felt though that like the landscape has become more poisoned with people so dug in with their perspective that they don't. Not only do they not want to listen to what someone else has to say, if what you have to say differs from what they have to say, you're a turd. I see. I don't let that stuff rile me up. The only thing I and find weird. I don't either. You're, you're right. I, I did. Thing- I did in, at the end of May last year, <laughs> and at the end of this year as we were wrapping the season up, when they ended up going what will be three and fourteen. Yes. I'm not looking for anyone to say, "Hey, Tom, you were right." I'm just like, "Well, where's everybody out there that was here- kicking me in the nuts?" About how this year, at least from a record-wise, that this was going to be a down season for them because of the approach they took. What I find odd is the people, Damn. the people who are in the Bears cult, who you know they will follow wherever they tell you to go. Again, it's a three and fourteen season. I can be a Bears fan. You can be a former Bear who wants to see this double, franchise. I went, and I went double alumni you uniform today. So you, over as and a former up. Bear with a lot invested in wanting this team to do well, we can want them to do well and also not blindly follow everything and say it's all going to be great. We realize and recognize what they're trying to do for yes. the long-term health of the franchise. All of the decisions that they made on all of those players, Jeff, that we just talked about, I was in favor of. They were the right one. 
But the problem is you can't just let talent walk out the door, not replace any of it this season, and and automatically assume that because somebody's thrown on the navy and orange, they're going to be a better player and they're going to compete. Why? Why would you believe that? Why would you want to naively follow people? Yeah. Put your head, you know, stick your head in the ground and pretend like everything's going to be fine. I would say this is the most selfish and uncomfortable segment that I've been a part of over the last well, you're several months. You are yeah. absolutely welcome. I'm I was glad, just trying I'm to keep to this off the air, you. and I just was trying to express this to you guys. Yeah. And we brought it. We brought you, you it, brought it to, it to the, You brought it to the forefront. Listen, again, now if, I feel I feel polluted. Now I feel like if you if you you can try and stay out of the rabbit hole, but once you. Poke I your head in. I haven't no, gone back we're in. Going down. Do you see? You did. We brought Tyler, you back in. Have you seen yeah. any of me? Have I responded to anybody? Going? Have I said? I just. I've. I've gone in the rabbit hole and I've done it on the air. Yes. But I haven't gone to Twitter to say, "Hey, where were all That's you fine. people telling me that this team was going to be better than than I thought they were going to be?" You just literally did the the Elmo Fire meme right there. I the just Elmo did, Fire. Did the Elmo yeah. Fire. That's meme. what you did <laughs> on Twitch. Watch. Watch them right now yeah. on Twitch. Check it out every day on Twitch. You okay, can see. Okay. No Waddle. more selfish. Self-serving we'll segments. See. We'll see. For maybe. the remainder of 2023. We've got, we've got 90 minutes left. We'll see. Maybe. No promises being made here. 312-332-3776. We have to do Like It, Love It. Just a taste of it, and we'll do that next. Just a little taste of it. that music baby nfl films you know what that means it means yeah, we're doing some football for, stuff it's time for me to start screaming that i'm i, I did some good stuff again yeah two segments in a row Look selfish at this guy. Guy. Yeah, did. Yeah. he's lapping the field like it love it just a taste of it we do it every friday here in waddle and sylvie meller Boy, and I, sylvie this week i got out of the gates and fell down this year in this contest you tripped you stumbled i did but you didn't give up i did no not quit no, that guy no, over there no no so keep on what keeping on. Good stuff. Yeah, what are you doing in there? What do you, you mean, got to get a there? little update of what, where we're at? Or yeah, can you tell us who it's brought to us by? Oh, and then I'll, I'll reward you right. for that. He's sorting yeah. through his spreadsheets. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he is. He's got, he's got his Excel yeah, spreadsheet. Yeah. I'll reward you, he said. Like and Love It is brought to you by Keeper's Heart Irish and American Whiskey. My bad, Tyler. All Tyler right. Just, that's two in a row. Tyler is giving me the zinger. Yesterday, another day in the... I know. What was it? Another day the, in the... The old steel, steel mill. <laughs> How was the old steel mill yesterday for you two? It was good. Yeah? The steel mill's always good. Nice. The old steel mill was interesting yeah. in the Meller household yesterday. <laughs> Last night and this morning. <laughs> Wife was packing up the car for the uh, ski trip. Took something that she shouldn't have taken. Chestnut, yeah. I'll yeah. Speak, share that with you guys later if you yeah. want. Yeah. But anyway. Should you? I don't All think right. you should. I, why, I can do it later. Why pick if a we scab? Have time. Why if we have create time. a controversy or at least a moment that doesn't need to be made? Because she's not in the area, and she wouldn't. Be well, there. like I, you, I think for the two of us, the 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 common thread would be neither one of our wives listened to what we did. This too, yes, yes. Yeah, my wife's. What do you do? Yeah. Exactly. Do you really? Need I to mean, watch my wife can track me, and she knows where I go. Yeah. I just don't know if she knows <laughs> what I do. <laughs> Twenty nine years later, do you really need this. to watch these sports? Yeah. No, I told you. It's hard to talk about the sports if you don't don't watch watch the sports. No, I told you the other day. My statement was is that at this point, it's Sundays just. Yeah. We'll see you on Monday. Yeah, Yeah. I'm a useless turd. I'm a mush mush someday, yes. No question. (laughs) Honey, you got to know something. You're going to marry me. Sundays are mine. (laughs) Not yours, they're mine. Especially now that my kids are all grown. My kids are adults. 
Like this day, there was a Sunday, probably in October. I never got out of my my a pajama DJs. pants. I don't wear pajamas, but like when I get up in the morning, I put on like these, these you know, kind of they look like sweatpants. Mm-hmm. Are they flannel pants or are they sweatpants? No, they're sweatpants. Okay. Kind of. I didn't take them off for twelve hours. Oh yeah, good old puddle Sunday at the Waddle household. No doubt. And I probably started drinking at three. Anyway, go ahead. No, no, that. All right, you want the standings? Let me give you the standings. Waddle is in the lead with yeah. 47 points How right many? Wait, 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 How many? 47. 47 okay, points. Okay, I've got 47. Mm-hmm. You got nice. 47. That's Sylvie is in second. He has sent his picks in. Jay Cantu will handle that. How he's got 42. 42. 42. So he's five away. So and he could catch me. Yes. Well, Although, we do have to discuss this, too, because yeah. he had Cincinnati last week as one of his picks. Well, that's a loser. <laughs> like the Bengals, he gets screwed. All right, so he pushes that. Um, I am in third with 35, and Meller is in last with 30. This wasn't your your year. That's all. I'm a a fantasy expert. Waddle's the only one that picked up points last week. Sylvie, Meller, and I, 0 for 9. Wow. That's hard to do. (laughs) That is hard to do. (laughs) Like, here's... here's, If I wasn't a stand-up guy... Mm -hmm. I would just I would I would pick every pick that Sylvie has, and then I would just I, that would guarantee me. But that's why we victory. Make, that's why as the leader in the clubhouse, you have to go first. I know, but I could have leaned in at the last guess, break yeah. and seen what. Or what, I guess you could take his like, you could make your love exactly. His taste. Yeah, yeah I, I but you. I'm not going to do that. You're, no, no, that's you're not the kind of guy I am. I like that. Listen, Twitter. you're leading the way. Twitter, There's no you reason. know what? I'm a stand-up guy. Twitter, all you ball kickers out there, show you yourself. Go. My like is, you know what? I agree with something you said earlier, Meller. Mm-hmm. You said earlier when we were talking about the upcoming games and the uh, playoff scenario that the Buffalo Bills were going to have a really good effort and performance for a lot of reasons. I think they've been energized by the the tremendous news coming out of Cincinnati about their teammate, Tamar Hamlin. I think they would get back to work. Uh, I think that they will be focused. And they're playing a Patriots team that I don't think is very good. So uh, I think the Bills, even though they're giving the Pats seven, yep. will get out there and get their business done, and they will do it in glorious fashion. I like the Bills minus seven at home. There you go. All right, T. Waddle takes the Bills minus seven. Jake, you are handling Sylvie's picks, so he's yes, in I'm second carrying place. the baton this week for Sylvie, and his like is in Pittsburgh. Uh, the Steelers getting two and a half, and he's going to take the Steelers. They've been on a roll. Browns are already out of uh, contention. And uh, I think the Steelers could still sneak into the playoff right there in the AFC. So yes, they are they still and, they're, still and the Steelers are laying two and a half. Sorry, yeah, laying two and a half. So minus two and a half for the minus Steelers. two and a half. He's taking the Steelers. All right, I am actually going to match Sylvie on that Pittsburgh pick right there. I think the Steelers are playing some pretty good football here down the stretch, and and they're playing for something. So give me the Steelers. I will say this is a weekend where I'm looking at the games. And I feel like I love all of them. None of them feel like a like to me this week. I could be wrong. That's usually a landmine. No, you know what? Usually, when you're usually certain about everything, it all goes sideways. Uh, and this one, I could... your 30 total I points. Very, I very well could have made this one my love. But to your point, Waddle, um, what I mentioned earlier, look at that. Same one there. My like. They're at the bottom there. Like the Bills. The Bills minus seven. Minus seven. I know it's a touchdown, but yeah, it feels like Bills minus 100. Go ahead. Give them to me. I think the, the DeMar Hamlin... Uh, positive news they received. And if you missed it, we'll share with you what Sean McDermott had to say at 5 o'clock. But they got some very positive news as he met the team via FaceTime earlier today. So 
I think Bills are going to be motivated. I like the Bills minus All seven. All right, I'm going to show you my sheet as well. All right. My sheet because the I don't want to be, answers, I don't winning... wanna be, I don't wanna be accused of, of a hanky-panky. Okay. Who who do I have for my love? Your love. Oh, I see it. He did not. Yes, love Steelers my minus love two and a half. My love is the Steelers minus two and a half. You're at home against a woeful Browns team. Uh, they're rolling into town. Steelers have won three in a row and five of six, and it's something we talked with Carmen the Good Kid about. They're 8-8 eight eight currently. Mike Tomlin has never had a losing record as the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Win, and you'll have a an above 500, a winning record. Lose, and that will happen for the first time in Tomlin's career. I don't believe that's happening, and they're only a two-and-a-half-point favorite. A team that has won three in a row and five of six. I love the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, Sylvie loves the Jags minus six-and-a-half. Just the way Trevor Lawrence has been playing, I, I can't argue there, you know. And they're going against the Titans, throwing out a who's quarterback. The, who are the Titans playing? Uh, Jags. Brown? No, no, no. Uh, who's no, no, the Joshua Dobbs. Joshua, Joshua Dobbs. Dobbs, yeah. Anthony Brown is in Baltimore. So it'll be a second start for uh, Joshua Dobbs, and I just can't trust it. And Sylvia agrees. There you go. And that's a winner to get in, too. Uh, my love, I'm going to go to the Bears and the Vikings and take the under 43 in that game. I look at what you saw from Kevin O'Connell, and he says there's a contingency plan in place where if this starts to get out of hand, everyone's coming off the field. So that lends me to believe there will not be a lot of points and the two teams meeting up for a second time as well. So give me under 43. For my love, I'm in lockstep with Sylvie as well, Waddle. The Jags, minus six and a half. Trevor Lawrence has really figured things out. He has shown why he was the number one overall pick in his draft. And I think at home, Saturday night, win and you're into the playoffs. I think the Jacksonville Jaguars are an easy play here. They have actually won their last four games and three of those four. They have won by more than two touchdowns. They're another example of a team Mm -hmm. that I believe represents how you can be better soon in the NFL if you make good decisions. And one of the good decisions they made in Jacksonville was getting rid of Urban Meyer and bringing in Doug Peterson. That team had how many wins last year? Three? Yeah. They had the did we go number one overall pick last year. They're eight and eight now. Mm-hmm. Like this is what I've said. I don't believe the Bears can get to twelve and five next year or eleven and six. But the jump from three wins to seven or eight wins yes. is doable in this league if you have resources and you make a good decision. Especially if you have the young quarterback to build things around. Yes, and they do absolutely. clearly have that. Let's hope the Bears have that. I love the Jags. Minus six and a half. All right. Uh, my taste mm. is the Packers. They've won four in a row. They're at home. They've won their last four games by nine points, 12 points, six points, and 24 points. Their defense is finally playing the way that we expected them to play at the start of the year. They're giving the Lions four and a half. I don't think this will be a walk. I don't think this is like last week's game against the Vikings where they beat the Vikings by 24. But I do believe they win this game by a touchdown. So my like is the Packers minus four and a half. All right, Sylvie's taste is the Raiders plus nine and a half. I'm assuming, you know, with the Chiefs, if they go out big, you'll sit some starters, gain some points at the back end, and Sylvie loves. That seems ridiculous. I don't like that taste at all. Sylvie loves the Raiders. I mean, well, the Raiders are going to be playing. I mean, they'll play hard. I know, but the Chiefs are going to be playing for an AFC. No, I know. Yeah, number one. Seed. Yeah, I think that it'll be interesting. I, I think the Chiefs will get them. But I mean, you're getting the points, but uh, yeah. All right, what do you got, Tyler? I'm gonna stay in that game, but I'm gonna take the under 52 and a half. That's really high for a divisional game there, and the Chiefs have actually played a, a decent amount of games in the under as well. So I'm gonna roll with the under 52 and a half. I also think the the concept that 
Jared Stidham is who played fabulous last week against the number one defense in the league. That the, that he's going to come out and play that same way, even against a lesser defense in Kansas City. I, I don't find that to be likely. So I'm with you about the Chiefs being able to win this game fairly handily. I'm not expecting another Stidham no. performance like we saw last week. Yeah, he and listen, Stidham might be better than we initially gave him credit for last week when he got out there and a lot of people did expect the 49ers to kind of house them. But at the same time, and, and, and they may get the backdoor cover there for Sylvie, but I would be surprised if the Chiefs aren't in control of this one for the most part. Again, nine and a half is a lot of points. Chiefs let guys hang around, they though, do. don't they? They, they let do. teams hang around. But it feels like in this game where they know the number one seed is on the yeah. table for them, I think they're going to go ahead and uh, win this one. So, But that's, hey, he gets nine and a half, so I can see it. And then for my taste, is it four and a half? Because I see five for the Packers in certain oh, places. Oh, it may be. Whatever it is, Tyler, it is. No, 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 I know, but like it doesn't. I'll absolutely take an extra half point if I can get it because I was already it is five okay, yes so I have the I have the Packers as my taste Son as well um but that's okay five points I think this one is going to is swing five. dramatically assuming the Seahawks win their game in the afternoon the Lions I know they want to play they, they they're gonna cling to the idea that they can play spoiler I just think the reality is though you get out that game and all of a sudden it'll be very deflating for the Lions to start the day with a chance to potentially make the playoffs. And then if they, right before kickoff, they watch the Seahawks win and they're no longer eligible. I think that will be very deflating. I think the Packers with a win and you're in situation at Lambeau on Sunday night, I they'll be my taste. Who will the Packers then play in the first round of the postseason? Whoever would be number two. So that's the, either the 49ers if they win or the, or the Vikings if they win and the 49ers lose. Which shouldn't happen because the 49ers are playing the Cardinals. Yes, you wouldn't think David Blau has an upset special, especially with Cliff Kingsbury's history of poor performance. So it's a really good chance that the Packers get in, but they're one and done. They'll go to Santa Clara and they'll get beat. Hey, man, Aaron Rodgers against Mm. uh, Brock Purdy? That that never works. The the Packers never work against the 49ers. The 49ers eat their lunch. Yeah, and Kyle Shanahan knows how to ram it down you know their throats so and I, all of the people that used to tell me too that kyle shanahan's a flash in the pan for me give me a second there as let's well go. yeah let's, i mean rile it up let's go I mean, receipts, come on let's see really no receipts but kyle come shanahan's on Shanahan's record remember i remember people reading kyle shanahan's record last year what well, was was it right at 500 or below 500 yeah. or whatever it is his career record is winning percentage come on he's they've been to the nfc title game two of the last three years right they were in the super bowl with jimmy garoppolo I know. I know. Brock Purdy may take this team into the NFC title game. Yeah. Look, my goal is is like, if you can get into the Final Four in any sport, you've had a hell of a season. Any sport. I don't care what it is. I don't care where you, how favored you were throughout the course of the year. If you get to the Final Four, and then sports become subjective and odd in so many different ways. But if your team can get to the AFC or the NFC title game in football. You've had a successful season. And for that team to continually get there, don't you matter, Cap was screaming, used to scream at me all the time. Look at, look, look at what, what they're doing in there. Why are the San Francisco 49ers so good? What is, yeah. what is, has Kyle Shanahan ever won? What if, you know, he's won with Brock Purdy? What did John Lynch? I, I, yeah, I mean, they're going to make some mistakes, but for the most part, I don't know how you look at that organization and that offense and the way they, they game plan stuff. And have anything but respect and admiration for what they're doing out there. Yep. Okay, Agreed. That's my I agree. Moment. All right. 
Uh, up next, we tell you what to watch for. What are we watching on TV? We'll share that with you next here on ESPN 1000. ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Waddle and Sylvie. Watch us and join the chat. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago on Twitch.tv or the Twitch app. Waddle and Sylvie get you set for your weekend viewing with What to Watch For. This is a portion of Waddle and Sylvie during the week where we let you know what we're watching and what you should watch for. It's brought to you by Connie's Frozen Pizza. Is it, I think this is one of the more popular things we do. Wouldn't you guys agree? Because there are a lot of people out there that watch television. I think and it's one of like, the more informative things it we is do. For, for me, too. I've for learned, all of us, for the listeners. Yeah, it's, Nobody learned, comes at you with receipts either. No, stop. That was a once-a-year once thing. That's not going to happen again. Leaving that in the 4 o'clock hour. Exactly. We have 5, that's it. Exactly. We moved on, Jake. Uh... Yeah, and even Carmen gave us one in uh, Unhinged. Yeah, Crosstalk Unhinged. That dropped, so check it out if you missed it. Brand new. Two days ago. Yesterday. We recorded it yesterday. yesterday. Yep. I watched four episodes of that show last night. (laughs) Kaleidoscope. Yeah. It was good. Uh, Do you want me to give you my suggestion? Sure. My suggestion is another one of the Yellowstone offshoots. Um, It's called 1923. Uh, Harrison Ford is in it, so is Helen Mirren. And it's... I, it's I've I've seen what is it the first three or four episodes. Uh, I'm very uh, satisfied with what I've seen, and I'm looking forward to the next episode that comes out on Sunday. I think that Taylor Sheridan, the guy who did Yellowstone and this and some others, uh, has done a really good job. This is a really good one. Is a high, you know, high powered cast as well. So 1923, I recommend highly. For my what's watch for, and now I have not seen. I did not watch. Uh, 1888. 1888. I did not watch that one. I'm still trying to catch up. That one was really good, too. In fact, I thought... You're Mr. Yellowstone in 1888. I think that that one... 1883, was it? Was it 1888 or 1883? I don't know. You probably... Whatever it was. 1883. 1883. 88's a lot of eights. It is. I actually thought 1883 last year was better than Yellowstone season four. Okay. So I think they've done a really good job, and this one I recommend as well, 1923. I think I finally finished Yellowstone season four the other day. Watched the first episode. Did you really? I watched the first episode of Better Call Saul, the the final season with my wife. Finally? Like two days ago, yeah. I can't believe you still haven't seen it. This is the problem when you start watching things with your spouse and you don't have... the right schedule that overlaps. Things come sometimes they fall behind and it makes it tough to. They get mad at you if yes. you go if you go on without them. All right. So that's what I'm dealing with. For my what to watch for, I'm going to check out the menu. Horror comedy. What? It's a horror comedy. Horror comedy. Horror okay. comedy. Did I say horror? I think he horror. said it was a horror. Uh, yeah. Did he call it a horror Sounded comedy? Like a, I think he it, did. It, <laughs> Jake, what did you hear? Horror comedy. Horror. That's a horror. word that I over enunciate when I read when I say it. Horror. A horror comedy. Um, the menu, it's now available on HBO Max. It stars Ralph Fiennes and Anna Taylor Joy. Uh, it is a, as I said, a horror comedy, but it is um, horror comedy. Horror comedy. Um, a film about a young woman who attends a lavish meal with her rich boyfriend. And the title, The Menu, I think leaves it. I don't want to spoil Who's anything. Who's in it? Ralph Fiennes. Okay. You're familiar with him, right? Yes. And uh, Anna Taylor-Joy. Anya okay. Taylor-Joy. 
Gotcha. So, yeah, you clearly have no idea what I'm talking about. Sorry. I don't. But no, listen, these are, these are suggestions I need. I'm going to check it out tonight. What I will say is I'm Luke Warman, the uh, new um, Bernie Madoff Netflix docuseries. I'm going to watch that one as well. Yeah. It, I mean, yeah I've it's seen four the episodes. HBO. I'm two and a half in. I started watching it last night. It moves pretty slow. I'm just well, gonna, that's that's the I'm problem just with some of these shows, and I think that's yes. been a common theme with all of us as we've Drives given suggestions. You can, yes, you can do in two episodes what they draw out in four. I think that's where good content versus like streaming what their actual goal is. The streamers just want you to keep streaming forever and ever. And so even though sometimes there's a kernel of a good idea there, which would definitely be better if it was heavier, if, if it was more heavily edited, I think t- sometimes streamers don't care. They just want you to keep rolling through it. What do we got, Tyler? All right. This isn't new, but it's something I've been watching with my roommates for the past week. The Righteous Gemstones. Oh, it's so I, good. I just started so it. So good. <laughs> I, we, we knocked out season one this week, so I, I am all in on this that is, show. You have to, when you good. sit down, you have to just, you have to Can put aside your... Turn off your brain cells. Turn off your brain. This is good because... Um, Tyler and Jake are both so young. I don't know, like we Righteous Gemstones when it first came out. I know what, three years I ago. Waddle, I, I, probably longer than yeah. that. I was on it I think when it, it first started. I think yeah, I feel I've like been it a might fan. be five years ago. Danny McBride is just yeah, like like. But but this is now a, uh, yeah. a, a, a refresher because I know we brought this out on what to watch for when it was first debuting. Yeah. So some of the dinner call. the dinner scenes when the whole family gets together, it's <laughs> <Yeah>. just. <laughs> Like <laughs> or like the after church lunches yeah, and stuff yes, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just it's unbelievable. I, I think they're almost done filming the next season as well. Are they? Yeah. So that should be out pretty so soon. So good. What do you got for us, Jake? What's All right, watch for? I'm gonna go a uh, horror comedy as well with Ooh. you, Miller. All right, there we go. Right, Love these this movie called comedies. Megan. Have you guys seen this with a three instead of an e? Megan oh, with the doll. Yes, the this doll. Looks scary. Yeah. Coming oh. out. I think this, it came out today is, in theaters. Yes. And it's basically an AI doll like Chucky, and this mm-hmm. kid gets the doll, and it, it just Come horror on, ensues. Jake, really? Are we watching? A, are we watching a movie that's got a doll in it like this, Chucky? But it's an AI doll. Waddle. It's an AI. What does that mean? Artificial intelligence. Yes. I get it, but like that's it's still like that's what Chucky was before. No, but he was AI was no, a thing, he right? He wasn't uh, artificial intelligence. We got it. What yeah, was he, Chucky? Chucky, remember he was, it was like a voodoo doll, like magic. Yeah, he had uh, like the possessed. body of a of a killer, of a serial killer, placed in his body as a doll. Man, can I tell you that? Will was, you watch this as well, you and Jake? I probably. You know what? I'm not going to the theater to watch Megan, but if it when it pops up on the streaming services, I'll check it out. Really? Let me tell you though. I oh, I love a good horror movie, but the Child's Play, Chucky, that. I watched that when it was first released. The back series in, or the movie? The movie. Okay. Back like in 19... 19- they do a series now. There's a series that's yes. been out for like yeah. three years. Yeah, But no, when the movie... That that movie... Scared the hell out of Like, you? I was six years old when I saw that. Really? I left with my cousins who were babysitting me at the time. They were probably teenagers, so they were like, ah, let's watch Child's Play. Yeah. Let me tell you. I don't think... I don't know if I've ever recovered. Actually, I can't have dolls in my in the room if I'm going to sleep at night. That's how much. Why that would you have me. dolls in the room when you're going to sleep at night anyway? I don't know, but if someone has a doll, like I might just have to. It might have to put it outside. Do you the live room. by the same policy? No dolls in your room yeah. if you go to Tyler, sleep at night. You can't yeah, no, night. no dolls here. Just in case. We found out Miller's got the the Care Bears all across his room. Mm-hmm. You missed that last yeah, Friday. Really? Yeah. What do you mean? My. W- how do we get into this? Oh, we played around a round of deal breakers last yeah, week. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, 
My my wife was big into Care Bears. When she graduated from college, my gift to her was I purchased all of the Care Bears. And I very nice. That was her, her college graduation gift. I don't even remember. Years later, Waddle, my daughter discovered them and she loved them hidden? as like a six year old. They, they were like in a box and she okay. we, I don't know how we discovered them. Gave them to her, and then one of the biggest fights my wife ever had with my daughter was when my daughter until yesterday. Well, that was actually this morning. Uh, my daughter made a backpack out of her Care Bear, one of her Care Bears, without asking. Oh, so that was a problem. Oh, that's so, not good. No, do are the Care Bears the, like the different colors for different emotions? No, they've been remarketed now. They're being sold years later. Obviously, anything with uh, good IP. Recognition gets you know recycled intellectual property that people remember and can. I thought we were not we weren't going to start thinking anymore. I Sorry, we my bad. The, All right, enough thinking. Our, enough thinking. We, we shut our brain we cells shut our off. Down it is Friday. Ago. It is almost five o'clock. You've made it to your weekend. We will let you hear from Sean McDermott, who had a great message as the Buffalo Bills received a FaceTime with Demar Hamlin after Monday's events. It was a very very welcome. Uh, sight to see. So we'll share what Sean McDermott had to uh, say about that experience this morning. And of course, we will continue talking about the AFC playoff, which has been adopted the in light of the Bills and Bengals game. We'll do all that right here on Waddle and Sylvia on ESPN 1000.